You are listening to Ring Chasing Podcast, podcast by Don Garrett. This podcast is about the pregame and postgame thoughts of Sanford Seminole High School football's quest for a state championship. Big home game tomorrow night in Sanford against Coco. It's a chance to get back on the winning side of things as well as two good teams that are nationally ranked. After this break, I'll have a little bit about the game. So Coco last year was 11-2. Their two losses came from Venice. They lost 21-20. And in the 4A state championship against Cardinal Gibbons, they lost 21-19. to Coco comes in this year with a record of 2-2. Two and two. Their two losses, one came from Jones, 29-19. The other take came from Miami Powerhouse, St. Thomas Aquinas. They lost 42-14. to their two wins came, one was uh, Space Coast, they won 76 to nothing, and Melbourne, 44 to 3. So looking at the Jones uh, win over Coco, 29 to 19, the biggest thing in that game was the first half, Jones came out, uh, they were a bit flat and they had three turnovers that Coco was able to take advantage of, uh, it was 13 to 6 going into the half. Uh, when Jones came out of halftime, though, they their Jones's defense was able to lock down, and their defense made a couple of big plays. One was a pick six uh, at that point to make it twenty to thirteen. So the big key to that game it was Jones' defense that took over in the second half. Coco's lost against St. Thomas Aquinas. Uh, they lost. The score was forty-two to fourteen. And there was some uh, defensive touchdown St. Thomas Aquinas had on that. They had a pick six as well as a fumble recovery for a touchdown. Uh, but the game was out of reach uh, going into half. It was 34-7 to St. Thomas Aquinas. And then it ended up 42-14. to And their win against Space Coast was a 76 to nothing thrashing of Space Coast. Uh, Space Coast was a one in four is a one in four team currently, Uh, so Coco was able to manhandle them. Uh, One of the things interesting things of the game was the first uh, kickoff return touchdown uh, led off the game, and then from there uh, just got bad for Space Coast, so they were able to manhandle Space Coast. And then Coco's other win came against Melbourne. It was a 44-3 win, so they won over them convincingly. So let's talk about some of the players that Coco has that you can keep an eye on tomorrow. So the first we'll start off on the offensive side of the ball with their quarterback, Blake Boda. He's a two-star dual-threat quarterback. He's 6'4", 185 pounds. This year, he's 84 for 129 and 1,337 passing yards, 15 TDs, and three interceptions. He has offers from BCU and Michigan State. One of their receivers, Rick Darius Farmer, had 1,051 yards last year and 18 touchdowns. This year, he's the leading receiver for Coco, 
And he has 21 receptions for 346 yards and two touchdowns. He's a four-star receiver out of the class of 2024 who has uh, some offers from Arizona State, FAU, Georgia Tech, Iowa State, to name a few. Another speedy receiver they have is Keon Calhoun, who's a three-star, the class of 2023. This year, he has 148 receiving yards and four touchdowns. He has an offer from USF. Their leading rusher is Malachi Coney, who's run the ball 21 times for 141 yards. On the defensive side of the ball, their safety, Cedric Hawkins, is a four-star out of the 2023 class and he's committed to Ohio State. Staying on the defensive side of the ball, they have a three-star safety, Caleb Dobbs. He was committed to Eastern Michigan. Now for their defensive line, they have Lauren Ward, who's a 6'3", 268-pound defensive end who has 11 tackles on the year and currently is leading the team with three sacks. He has offers from USF and Wake Forest. Another player on that defensive line is Javion Hilson, who is also tied for the lead in sacks with three from the defensive line. And their leading tackler on the team is Davion Parkham, and he is a linebacker with 30 tackles. So this is going to be a great game if you want to see quarterback play. So we got the best quarterback in Central Florida, possibly the best in the state in Luke. And Blake Boda is a good quarterback in Central Florida. So when it comes to seeing two good quarterbacks, this game is going to be the one that you're going to want to see. And looking at Coco's offense this year from what I've seen on tape and uh, in the stats they do a lot more passing than they have been running. So I think their leading rusher, if I remember right, was uh, 141 yards he had rushing in total of 288. So they rely a lot on their passing, which from a defensive perspective, uh, what we got to do is we have to have a lot of pressure on him so our uh, defensive line has to win those battles as well as our secondary has to uh, hold off those receivers. So it's going to be a big matchup uh, on the passing side of it for our defense. So I think the key to our game on defense is going to be to get some pressure on uh, Blake Boda and force him to make quick decisions and uh, either he'll try to scramble out or he'll try to pass and when he was with St. Thomas Aquinas they had a lot of pressure as well as Jones had some pressure and there was a couple of interceptions on that uh, there was also a fumble return uh, for a touchdown from those games as well so that's I think going to be the key on paper anyway for the game could change depending on what happens of course but uh, I think you got to force him to uh, out of the pocket and you also got to force uh, them to use the run more than the pass. So take the ball out of his, his hands, basically. So our defensive line and secondary is going to be key in this game. Our keys on offense, I think it comes down to, and I, uh, the grueling schedule we've had so far this year, we've played a lot of teams that have some good defensive uh, linemen and good edge rushers. Uh, when we played Osceola, 
they had a good defensive line and some good edge rushers when we played Venice. Same thing. And there's the uh, same thing with Coco. I think Coco's uh, edge rushers, uh, they have two that I think have uh, three sacks this year. So that's going to be key on how our offensive line uh, reacts to their defensive line. And I know I put a lot on the offensive line this year, and they've come up big in big games. So this is another one that offensive line's going to tell the tale of this game. Another key I see in this game especially is getting a quick start on offense. We need to score quick and put them in a hole. If we let them hang around, uh, I think it could be a dangerous game when it comes to the end. So we need a quick start in this one especially. Also, with the uh, we need a clean game as well and not penalties. That's going to be big. So that's how I see the keys to this game uh, coming up tomorrow and uh, I think the big thing is we need the W to get back on track uh, it's not going to be counting the district but I think it, it counts especially when it comes to getting the momentum going into our district games so this game's going to be big uh, I think it's going to be packed as well so a lot of people going to be coming to this game because a lot of buys from some other teams uh, out there because of the hurricane. So I think it's going to be packed, uh, and also it's a good game to go to. So that's all I have for the pregame. Should be a great game tomorrow. Everybody should go and fill the stadium. I think it's also being streamed uh, if you can't make it in, on the Varsity Sports Network. I think the Daytona channel uh, is the one that's going to be streaming it. So it should be a ga good game tomorrow. And that's all I have for the pregame. Just want to thank everyone for listening. And please share. <laughs>